Hello, you are listening to Audio Fanfic Podcast. After All These Years by Layla Harrison on Gossamer. Rating Explicit. Chapter 6 Molder. In the car, the first thing I did was call the airlines. I booked a one way ticket back to DC. I thought about little Samantha as I drove back into New York City. The only flight I could get that late was at LaGuardia, and so I had to make the hour drive. My daughter. I was stunned. I knew the one person who could verify if all this was true. I had to find out. So much had happened in the last 10 hours that I was reeling. Samantha was my daughter? Scully had kept it from me. And the knowledge that she could have continued to keep it from me if I hadn't shown up at her house upset me more. If she's my daughter. I didn't know if I could believe Scully. Of course I knew I could. But at the same time, I was scared. Scared to realize that small girl was my flesh and blood. That she had been raised by another man. That Scully had just forgotten about me and moved right along with her life, pretending that I had never existed. Letting Sam grow up, never knowing who her real father was. Scully didn't give a shit how I felt, obviously, or she would have told me. Well, that wasn't quite fair, I reminded myself. She was crying when you left. Crying. How many times have you seen her cry like that? I saw that image the entire flight back to D.C., Scully, her shoulders hunched over, her body racked with sobs, as I so thoughtfully walked out of the room. I could have hit myself for that, knowing how much it must have hurt her. Well, I thought, she deserved it. She walked out on me. But she doesn't deserve it, a small part of me nagged. As I got off the plane, I was struck by another image. It was more of a sensory memory. Standing in the sunroom of Scully's Greenwich home, kissing her her lips on mine, for the first time in years. Feeling her respond to me, feeling how good it felt to hold her again, to kiss her. It was such a powerful image that I trembled. Margaret Scully When the doorbell rang, it was already well past one o'clock. I was sitting up reading, but unable to concentrate. I was hoping that Dana was going to call me back and tell me what happened. I couldn't believe that Fox had somehow found his way back to her. I was surprised and yet not surprised to see him on my doorstep again. Fox, I murmured, against the cold night air. Please, come in. I know it's late, Mrs. Scully, he apologized. It's all right. I was awake. I looked him over. He looked so much older than I had expected him to look. I reminded myself that it had been five years since I had seen him last. Five long years. Mrs. Scully, he began. I have to know, was she pregnant before she left? What did Dana tell you, I asked, unsure of how much to reveal to him. Everything. The look in his eyes told me it was true. Is Sam my child? Yes, I sighed. Fox, I begged her to tell you. I tried. His shoulders sagged at the confirmation. I'm sorry she waited so long. I wanted to ask him how he found her, but he had more questions. Does Samantha know I'm her father? No, I answered. She thinks Joe is. Dana thought it would be best that way, 
since Joe raised her. But I'm her father, Mulder protested. I know that, Fox. I know. The phone rang. I knew before I answered it that it was Dana. Mom, I told him. Everything. She was crying. He left. Dana, he's here, I told her, despite Fox's gestures to the contrary as soon as I spoke her name. He's here now. We're talking. Mom, I don't know what to do. Joe is furious with me. He has no idea why I was treating Mulder so coldly. I have to tell him the truth. Dana, honey, maybe I should come back up there for a few days. No, Mom, no. I need to do this myself. Fox was eyeing me wearily. I knew that he wanted to know what was being said on the other end of the phone. I heard Dana sniffle. Mom, can you please tell Mulder? Tell him I'm sorry. Hold on, I said, knowing what I had to do, and offered the phone to Fox. She wants to talk to you. He stood there unmoving. Fox, please, talk to her. Mulder. I took the phone, unsure of what she had to say, unsure if I wanted to hear it. Scully. Mulder, she said. I'm going to tell Joe the truth. I'm going to tell him now. That's a good start. I tried to keep my tone as neutral as possible. Mulder, please. I'm so sorry. I never should have kept all this from you. I never should have left. Damn right you shouldn't have. She breathed in deeply when I said that. I was furious. She had no idea what I had been through for the last five years. It had been agony without her, but then I softened. As angry as I was, I still loved her. Scully? Hmm? She responded, her tears muffling her voice. I'm coming back there. I need to see you. Mulder, please. I need to talk to Joe first. Please. I'll come back tomorrow. There was a long pause. Okay, she finally said. I'll see you then. I hung up the phone, breathed in and out deeply. Mrs. Scully came and put her hand on my shoulder. She needs another chance, Fox. She still loves you, you know. Do you mind if I use your phone to call the airline? Go ahead. And Fox? I turned around. Why don't you stay here tonight? I have a guest room. I was going to politely decline, but as soon as I saw Mrs. Scully's face, I knew that I should stay. All right, I will. Thank you. Top of the stairs, their door on the right. Thank you, Mrs. Scully. I picked up the phone and dialed the airline. If you like this story and would like to contribute, you can do so by going to our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash audio fanfic pod. As a patron... You are granted early access to one new story of your choosing per month. Thank you for listening. And remember, the stories are out there.